October 25th, 2023. We're in Masechet Beza on Daf Kaftet Amudalev, if you recall. Well, let's return to the Mishnah very briefly. The Mishnah is four lines from the top. The Mishnah says, Omer Adam Lachavero Maleli Keli Ze Avalo Bemida. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Im Haya Keli Shel Mida Lo Yemaleenu. So the Mishnah records Halachot and the continued conversation description of how you might get food or anything that brings forth food on Yom Tov. Over here we'd be referring to oil or wine of that some sort of liquid form that you bring a utensil to another person who's able to fill it up. Says the Mishnah, if that's what you need, you can say to them, Omer Adam Lachavero, Maleli Keli You bring your utensil and you say to them, well, can you please fill up this Keli? Of course, after Yom Tov, you're going to be paying for what you're getting. The next words in the Mishnah are, but not with a measurement. And the specific translation of those words, as I mentioned, is going to be the issue of the Gemara. But already, we can already understand from the words of the Mishnah that the issue we'll be dealing with is Ovadin Dehol, is weekday activity circumstances and doings. Measurements is inappropriate. It seems like a commercial weekday activity. But again, you brought your keli. You just brought a utensil. You brought your jug, your barrel, whatever it is, and asked for it to be filled. Biudah disagrees. His statement is, If the utensil is a measure utensil, we'll have to define what that means, in such a circumstance, you can't have it filled. Now that's... Uh, disagreeing with Hachamim, but exactly what they're disputing is not clear. The next words in the Mishnah we'll return to as we discuss in the Gemara, but let's for the moment skip to the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Mai, what did it mean in the Mishnah when the Hachamim said those words? Quote, Avalo b'midah. If you recall, the statement of the Hachamim, as we just read in the Mishnah was, you're allowed to ask your friend, fill it up for me, but not b'midah. What do those words mean, lo b'midah? Amar of Yehuda, Mar Shemuel, Avalo which means to say you're allowed to walk up to the person who has the wine, who has the oil, and ask them to fill that utensil, but don't be using a utensil which is designated for measuring. Again, you didn't ask for a measured amount. You asked for it to be filled. Still can't be using, even in such a circumstance, where I didn't even per se talk about measurement, can use a utensil which is muhad limida. So if there's a barrel size that generally speaking is gallon, two gallons, whatever it is, and that's what's used for measuring it out, not allowed to be used on Yom Tov. But why not? I'm not measuring. It works on both sides, right? In other words, if I have this, if I'm giving, I can't use both, both the, uh, the grocer and the person who's buying from them can't be using it in such a circumstance. Indeed, Al-Vadin Dehol is going to be on both sides of the aisle. In other words, both the one who's providing as well as the one who's receiving. Aval, keli ha'omed However, <coughs> if it's not a keli ha'miyuhad, but rather keli ha well, then that's permitted. Well, what's the difference? One's miyuhad. Miyuhad means it's specific. Omed means it's standing for. Rashi explains this situation where you have in your storehouse or you have in your cabinet uh, utensils which will be used as measuring vessels and utensils. 
but they haven't yet been used. So you're in the uh, wine or the uh, or the uh, oil, um, uh, uh, what's it called, business, and so you have your utensils that you generally use in order to measure. And you have backup utensils. Keep in mind, you're measuring out so often, it deteriorates, it gets embedded in the walls. You need newer ones, and you have newer ones. Uh, that's what we're talking about when the Biuda says, not only can you not use the utensil which has already been designated and used for shi'ur, for midah, can't even use the one which is omed. It hasn't been used yet, but it will be used. Can't use that. Those are the words of Rabbi Yudah, who's stringent more than hachamim. So again, in other words, hachamim and Rabbi Yudah agree. Your words can and must be fill up my utensil. The vessel which is used to fill up cannot be a vessel of measurement. And according to the Biuda, it can't even be a vessel of measurement which is on the reserves, which hasn't been used yet. Hachamim say, come on, nobody notices that. We didn't yet use it. It was in the cabinet. That's the Biuda's opinion, stringent. Says the Gemara Alma, what emerges, Alma means it's clear. What emerges then is, again, without even understanding what the Mishnah told us, but we do have an understanding, but it emerges, Gabesim Hat Yom Tov, in the context of rejoicing on the holiday, let's rephrase that making food or drinks for the holiday. Uh, you're dealing with the production or the procuring, the getting of the food on the holiday. Rabbi Yudah is more stringent than the Chachamim. Rabbi Yudah said even the vessels, the utensils which are on the reserves can't use. Chachamim said only if it's already been used. Okay, that's the stringency of Rabbi Yudah. Just recently, just a daf ago, we saw another Mishnah, and that other Mishnah was also talking about getting food for the holiday. And guess what? Rabbi Yudah and Chachamim, their opinions were also mentioned over there. And would you know it? Who was stringent and who was lenient? The Chachamim were stringent, and Rabbi Yudah was lenient. Let me, re- let me remind you, the Gemara will in a moment as well. It was the issue of the scales, using the weights. Are you allowed to use weights and scales? Certainly not. Why not? You're not allowed to measure out meat. We weren't talking about wine and oil. Then we were talking about meat. Can't measure it out. Weekday activity. Okay. Then Rabbi Uda said, but what you can do is, leniency from Rabbi Uda, kula is what we call that. He says, if you don't use the litra, which is the weight, you know, in terms of a stone that you would put on one side in order to measure out the pieces of meat, but rather you use a, a kopitz, remember that one? You use the cleaver, or you use some other keli, some other utensil, permitted. Why permitted? You didn't do it the regular weekday fashion. Permitted. Hachamim say, no using the mishkal, no using the weight. Kol ikar, the Gemara qualified that and explained. It means even if you're storing your meat on it in order so that rodents don't get to it. It means that we have flipped opinions with regards to almost the same issue. It's an issue of weekday activity, scaling, weighing, food which you're getting in order to use. In one Mishnah, Hachamim are stringent, and the next one, they're lenient. In one Mishnah, Biuda is lenient, and the next one, ours, he's stringent. You're saying that Hachamim say, if I have the measurement of the Yemen and it's brand new, even though it has all the lines I don't think so. Jeffrey's asking, if it's a measuring cup that has all the lines, it's in that kitchen, in other words, would that be what we're talking about over here? I don't think so. I think. I could be wrong. I think their measuring vessels were, first of all, they would manually ridge them, you know, put lines in them. And I think you couldn't look at it and immediately say, that's a measuring utensil. It's only after it's been used 
and now it has the markings on it. So I think if it has the markings on it, uh, there's no reason for leniency. That's, that's, no, that's, that's certainly the way I understand the Bilda. Says the Gemara then, in our context, our issue, something happened. Everything got flipped. And after all, the opposite, means to hear, means to be taught from, Anan means us. We heard the opposite from them. Again, just a dafago. And in Mishnah world, the last Mishnah, Ditnan, the last Mishnah taught us. Right, that was the case. If you want to scale, if you want to measure the weight of the meat, not with the regular measuring instruments, not with the uh, litra, not with the pounds, not with the, uh, the ounces, none of that. What you could do is a uh, cleaver. I know about what it is. You could do is, uh, I don't know, a hammer, uh, whatever it is. You're taking, not, not a hammer, it's something that's permitted. Okay, you're putting it on that side. Hachamim disagreed. They were stringent there. Here, in our Mishnah, by the wine, by the oil, they're the lenient ones. Again, we're not debating leniency and stringency, which is on one side of an extreme to the other side, but ultimately speaking, it is somewhat telling. We would imagine, for good reason, I believe, that they would be consistent with regards to their leanings in the context of this halacha. It's not just the laws of Yom Tov. It's the laws of Yom Tov. It's the Gemara said Simchat Yom Tov, but it's the laws of Yom Tov with regards to weekday activity by measuring. Uh, something's wrong over here. Something seems off. Says the Gemara Alna, it emerged from that. That was in the last Mishnah. In turn, Okay, says the Gemara. In turn, we have a contradiction, seemingly blatant and stark contradiction between each of these two opinions. Answers the Gemara one by one. Let me tell you treat each case independent. Realize each case has a reason to be lenient and each case has a reason to be stringent. It's a question of vantage points. It's a question of what's your emphasis. Says the Gemara, no contradiction in Rabbi Uda's opinions. One more time. He was more lenient with regards to the weight by allowing you to put the cleaver or some other utensil on the other side of that weight, remember this case. In our Mishnah, he's more stringent. The backup, not yet used utensils, uh, measuring vessels can't be used. Hatam Okay, along the lines of Jeffrey, but he says, even I believe with my logic, he says in our circumstance, it's a measuring vessel. So the Hachamim will argue, as I believe, it's still not discernible that it's actually a measuring vessel. But it is a measuring vessel. You're well aware this is a measuring vessel. That's a measuring vessel. You're going to tell me that's not a weekday activity, but it hasn't been used yet, and it's not clear that it's a measuring But that's why you have it. It's in your warehouse, in your storehouse, it's in your cupboard to be used as, nah, that's measuring. The Mishnah on Daf Kafzayin, on Daf Kafcheto, when we talked about kopits, when we talked about using other utensils, oh, that Mishnah, you're talking about a cleaver, you're talking about uh, 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 other utensils. That's not a problem, that's not a weekday. You look at that and you say, weekday activity? No, it looks funny. You say, he must be doing it for some other reason. It's not ovadin dechol. What about the hachamim? Hachamim by the mishkal of the meat were stringent. By the backup vessel over here, they're lenient. 
התם כעביד כדעבדין בחול, הכה לכעביד כדעבדין בחול. It says over there, and Rashi fills in the gap for us a little bit, in the case of the scale with the cleaver, he says people will, in their business, have a certain understanding because they have situations where can't find the weight, it'll happen, many people come in at the same time, and you'll use the cleavers, you know about what the cleaver's weight is. Avid behold. I don't generally do it that way during the week, but sometimes you do it that way during the week. That's a weekday activity. This one, this vessel, it's just never been used. It's never been used. You can't say that's a weekday activity. Again, it's hard for me to believe, as Jeffrey suggested, that we're actually talking about a measuring cup that you has all the lines on it. Yeah, that's Avdin Behold. Right, along the, those lines, yeah. So I, I catch that. Says the Gemara, that's the, that's the way we would explain and resolve the contradictions. Again, according to this interpretation of the Mishnah, and we'll just give one other interpretation of the Mishnah, according to this interpretation of the Mishnah, what's the mahlok between Biudah and Hachamim? It's small, but it's significant. It's not with regards to what you can say. You have to say, fill my vessel. It's not with regards to not using a vessel which is already used for measuring. Everybody agrees that is forbidden. It's regard, with regards to the backup vessel. Again, you're not even measuring. You're just saying, fill up my thing. And now the grocer, the person who's selling it, is using a measuring utensil without even intention to measure. Still asur. What did it mean in our Mishnah? Ravaz. Other explanation. We had Rav Yudah in the name of Shemuel. Now we have Rava. Rava Amar quote, my, my quote, Rava lo unquote, question mark. Shelo yizkor lo Okay, so what it meant in our Mishnah is don't measure, don't mention the measurement. I walk in, I say, you know, I'm in need of uh, some wine. Uh, so he says, how much? I say, please fill this. That's fine, as long as he said that. If I say, please fill this quart, problematic. But I'm giving him the same utensil. Don't mention the measurement. Mentioning the measurement, weekday activity. Mentoring, mentioning measurements is inappropriate for Yom Tov. It seems more commercial. Measure this, you're doing me a favor. Wink, wink, I'll pay you back after the holiday. What's that? Can you say half the cup? Yeah, no problem, I think. So half the cup is half the cup. That's not a measurement person. No, because the issue here is not the payment. The issue here is the measurement. So the new vessel doesn't, doesn't have the markings? The That's what I believe. Right. That's what I believe. But it must be so obvious that it's... That it is a vessel. Yeah. yeah. The same one there is... The same one without the mark, but you know where the mark is from the original one. Yeah, in other words, the guy is well aware. So that's the next case in the Mishnah. The next case in the Mishnah was how this rabbi, Abba Shaul ben Botnit, would fill it beforehand. He filled it beforehand. You're not measuring. No problem. And you didn't measure anything. No problem. Right? Then no question. That's, that's a beautiful way of doing it. It's the praiseworthy way. It's what the Gemara says, uh, Mishnah says, Abab Shaul ben Botnit did, indeed. Says the Gemara, okay, so Aval, so Rava Amar Mai, what do you mean, Aval, Lobe Midah, Shelo Yizko, Loshe Midah? Aval, Kili Amiyuhad Le Midah, Yemale Ennu. However, even though it's a kiliyah miyuhad lamida, according to the first opinion of Mishnah, according to the hachamim, it's okay. So again, I walk in and I say, excuse me, sir, can, I please, can you please fill this? Okay, you didn't say pound. He can even take his measuring cup, which he generally speaking uses to measure. He's not using it to measure. He's just filling up my cup in order to fill it up. But it's wrong. It's a measuring cup. I'm asking him to fill this. That in and of itself is different. I would normally say fill my quart. 
I didn't say fill my quart, I said fill my, fill my utensil. It's permitted. however, says, Rabbi Uda is more stringent over here. He says he can't use a If he's using the vessel, the utensil, which is normally used for filling, according to Rabbi Uda, it's prohibited. But nobody believes, according to this, even Rabbi Uda, that if you have the backup on reserve utensil that it's forbidden, even Rabbi Uda would permit according to this version. Alma, but we have the same back and forth now. Alma, it emerges. Say it again. If it's kliha miuhad lemida lo yimaleinu, what if it's kliha omed lemida? Remember that one, the backup, even according to the Buddha, it's permitted now. Mahloket is, according to the Hachamim, we bumped everything down or up a level, depending on how you understand. In other words, the first version, everybody agreed if it's a kili hamiyuhad, it's designated and it's already been used for measuring, you can't use it. Right. Second version, only the Buddha holds that way. According to the Hachamim, provided that your words were not the measurement, you could use that utensil. Exactly. In first version, Rabbi Uda's stringency was even if it's a kili haomed, back up, it's prohibited. Second version, nobody holds it's prohibited. The Hachamim said you could use the measuring cup. Right. Doesn't need to, most of the time, you can take a bar to the exactly. 100% permitted. 100% permitted, and we even did that with the meat. With the meat, we said he could weigh it with his hands. And it was, uh, 100%, because then it's not Ovadin Dehol, you say, but he normally does it that way. We did, we did with the meat talk about if he's, a, if, if he's generally doing it that way. You're telling me that, I mean, no, it's a, he's, he's not doing it in, in a fashion that's blatantly so. Uh, that's, so you take your and he can pour whatever he wants, he can get he can three ounces exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think permitted because I'll I'll tell you why I think permitted. Six lines down on the No, that was 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 making the thing in it. Was making the bet yad. Um, here, well, the beginning of on the The Gemara brought us through some of the details. Yeah, here we are. Ve'amara, listen, listen, I think I know the answer to Jeffrey. Four lines down on Davkaf Cheta Mudal, Ve'amara Yehuda Amar Shemuel, Tabach Uman, if there's a professional uh, butcher, Asur Lishkol Basar Biyad. You're not even with your hand able to measure it. By extension, why? Because that's measuring for him. By extension, you'd have to imagine that if it's that professional, a bartender, and he's doing it with the mindset, he's doing it with the mindset of measuring, it'd be problematic. Again, if the fellow says to you, fill my thing, it's not going to be prohibited, even if you know in your mind how much it is. But if he says, you know, can I have some, and you're pouring it out, without actually measuring with the utensil, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's what we saw in the Gemara. That is the Avadin the Hall for such an individual. Yes, Charles? So, good question. So all we've addressed, all we, yes, but, but again, but it's in the context of transaction. In other words, it's in a store. So, so, so it's Avadin the Hall. It's all in Isud Rabbanan. Uh, so Charles is asking, what if this is taking place in my home? So this is a question we addressed on Dafkaf Heta Mudalif with regards to the meat. It sounded like by the meat it was only by butchers. 
we were wondering, what about in your kitchen or something like that? So the Gemara was not clear about the butchers. Rashba weighed in on this. Tur also, Shohan Aruch ultimately speaking, was Oser even in homes. And it's going to be based on a Gemara at the bottom of our page here. The Gemara over here is going to talk about a woman who's doing it with uh, some stuff, ingredients in her kitchen. What's the halacha? Now, some ingredients are permitted, the Gemara will say. Uh, we'll see how we go the halacha, like a tevalin, if you're dealing with spices. But if you're dealing with kemah, if you're dealing with um, flour, the Gemara will say you're not supposed to weigh, you're not supposed to scale it. So it might apply even in your home. How would a person deal with that? Um, uh, if I was a chef, if I was a cook, the answer is to be a little, and the Gemara will, will give us examples, to be a little inexact. So eyeball it. You could even use the utensil, but don't fill it to the line. Just fill it around the line. That's, that's what, again, my, my vast experience in this is with regards to baby formula. That's the extent of it. But baby formula, you want to get it, and I know, and I've been to my wife in the initial stages, first child, she gave up after that. She says, it's ridiculous. It needs to be perfect and exact, otherwise dangerous for the baby. Come on, a little bit off, a little bit on. We're just eyeballing it. It's permitted. That's the way you have to do it in all these circumstances. All right, says the Gemara Alma, it emerges even from the version of Rava, the same issue. Because again, our Mishnah has flipped opinions with regards to Humra and Kula, stringency and leniency. Gabesim hat yom tov in our Mishnah now is lehumra verabanan lekula veha'ipcha shamainan lehu. I'm reading this quickly because we're familiar with this. We did this already. Ditnan, the last Mishnah taught us. It's clear from the last Mishnah, it's contradiction. Right, we follow. So again, the Gemara now brings us back to a blatant and stark contradiction. On the one hand, our Mishnah presents Rabbi Yudah as the stringent opinion. Ooh, make certain you distance yourself even more from any measurement. In the last Mishnah, he allowed you to use the scale, just use it not with the regular weight uh, instrument. In uh, our Mishnah, Hachamim are the more lenient opinion. They seem to be more permitting with regards to measurements. Either way that you explain it. The last Mishnah, they said, don't touch the weight at all. That's a contradiction. Says the Gemara, let's go through them one by one. Rava can easily answer the first contradiction. Rabiudah in the last Mishnah when he's dealing with the meats. Oh, he's okay with that. Why is he okay with that? You're not using a keli, you're not using a utensil which is used for weighing. What are you using? A cleaver. Same my... Well, in the continued lines, we're going to deal with the residue, but that's not his issue per se in the Mishnah right now. His issue in the Mishnah is the measuring. Measuring. Ovadin de hol. Nothing more, nothing less. This is not a normal thing with regards to to the to, to weighing. It's not a keliyam yuhad lemida in the last mishnah. Over here it is. Dera banana, dera banana melakasha, and so to the hachamim there shouldn't and isn't a contradiction. Hatam in the last mishnah ka'avid kedavdin bechol. Ironically, when the store gets full, when you lose your measurement mechanism, whatever it is, you'll use a cleaver. That's just you know you use another utensil. That's avadin bechol. Say hachamim in our last mishnah. Hacha lakaavid However, in our Mishnah, when you're using the keli hamiyuhad or the keli hamiyuhad le le mida, when you when the, the person walks in and says, "Can you fill this up with wine?" and the uh, person who owns the shop fills it up with a keli hamiyuhad le mida, his measuring cup, that is not 
Ovdin the hall. Why is that not Ovdin the hall? That's a measuring uh, instrument. The Avde Inche, because after all, don't you know, people sometimes will do the Mikareve Hamra. They'll bring forth wine, bimana de kila, in a measuring instrument, vishatu, and they'll drink from it, which means to say measuring instruments, according to this interpretation, are not only used for measuring. Measuring utensils are sometimes used for drinking and using. It reminds me of mason jars, I think. Mason jars, I think, used to be only used, I, mean, I might be wrong about this entirely, but I think they used to only be used for storage. I think now they serve them in certain diners and restaurants. My wife has that. I don't know if she's off on that, but that's we're using mason jars. Whoever used a mason jar for drinking, why are you serving that at the table? So I think the idea... So I think that's the idea. It looks like a storage item, but now we use it as drinking as well. The same idea, I believe, over here. We explained to the Buddha, we said, by the kopits, it's keli, it's ovadin dehol. Even though it's a kopits, that's the way a butcher will sometimes, based on circumstance, use it. Rashi says, they know, that's that Mishnah. Our Mishnah, you're using a keli amiyuhad lekach. And his, you're saying, according to, in contrast to hachamim? Yeah, but ultimately speaking, a mason jar is still a mason jar, the hachamim will say. It's still a storage thing, something like that. Right. No, but you're not, again, the issue is not actually, this is an important point, the issue is not actually measuring in our Mishnah. The issue, because after all, all I did was come in with this. We're not actually doing it. I said, could you please fill this? And he fills it up with his wine. That's all that's taking place. Nothing more, nothing less. I didn't actually measure. It's that he used a vessel which is normally used for measuring. Even that's prohibited. Will drink during the winter. Correct, correct. 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 Right, got it. Right. So that's this. That is the hachamim. Says Nathan, he has much better than mason jars, Baruch Hashem. He says, shot glasses. Shot glass can be used in order to mix. And it's, so to speak, a measurement, but it's also drunk from uh, directly. So you're not going to call it a keli amiyuhad lemida. You're going to call it a keli, which is sometimes lemida and sometimes other. Yeah, very nice. According to the hachamim. Not, not that you bring in, so to speak, your shot glass. And you say, can you fill this up? Now the bartender says, oh, I usually use that to measure. But now he's not using it to measure. Now he's using it to drink. And so the idea, the fact that this item is used both for drinking and for measuring. But you're not, yeah, okay, but you're not measuring it. You're putting it on the teaspoon. You're not doing it with the purpose of measuring. You're doing it with the purpose. You want a teaspoon of sugar? Then it's not our case. Then it's not our case. Because our case is I came with the utensil. I just want this utensil filled. And so he's using the quote-unquote shot glass in order to fill it. Where there are two steps. The measuring is certainly Ovadin the hall. Even the measuring utensil is also going to be Ovadin the Hall. Our Mishnah is a step removed from what it takes for granted that you can't measure, which we addressed and will address again. 
Yeah. All right, it says the Gemara, Ma'aseh be'abasha u'ben botnit. If you recall the Mishnah had these words, those were the next words in our Mishnah. Mishnah said, Ma'aseh be'abasha u'ben botnit, shehayam memalem midotav me'erev yom tov. The Mishnah said this individual, Abasha u'ben botnit, who will emerge in a moment as a Talmud Hacham, he used to fill up and Charlie, this is to your example, you used to fill up the utensils before Yom Tov. It's being brought as a proof that you shouldn't be doing that on Yom Tov, that you can't even use the utensil, which is miyuhad or omed le midah on Yom Tov. And vinotran le kuchot be Yom Tov, and they'd walk in and they had prepared all those vessels. The Mishnah then said, it's not a good proof. I'll tell you why, says the Mishnah. The Mishnah said he would do that even on Holamoyed. Why was he doing it on Holamoyed? There's no issue of Ovadin de Hol, of weekday activities, so to speak, on, on Holamoyed. He must have been doing it for another reason. That's what our Gemara addresses. In other words, don't bring a proof from Abasha Ben Botnit. Learn from him, but don't bring a proof for our issue. Second wide line here in the Gemara, Tana, Af Sekin. The Benaita says he would do it even on why so? He did it so that there wouldn't be time outside of study of Torah. Well, what are you talking about? Rashi explains, well, Holomoed is a time when most people, all people, are refraining from regular weekday work and activity. As a result, there's more time to study Torah. If there's more time to study Torah, Abba Shaul ben Botnit had more time to answer questions. He was a Talmud Hacham. He didn't want to be involved in uh, spilling measurements in. It wasn't a measurement issue. It was, I'm going to be all disturbed and distracted. As a result, says Rashi, explaining the Gemara, he would prepare it before Yom Tov, excuse me, prepare it at night, so during the daytime when they come and ask questions, he can answer, he has all the time in the world. It's, uh, I don't know, you're uh, going on a trip the next day, but you want to study Torah in the morning, pack up your car the night before so that you could go to class in the morning, something along those lines in Abashol ben Botni. Rashi has a different version, it maybe had to do with the specific measurements and the people then would have to wait until he measured it properly, but the same thing amounts, it amounts to the same thing. Ultimately speaking, there'd be more Bitul Bet Amidrash, you wouldn't be able to study. So Abashal ben Botnit's reasoning was not because of an isu or some sort of prohibition with regards to measuring. It had to do with, I have more time, prepare in advance at night. So during the day, you have your mind free, your time free in order to involve yourself in Torah. Tanur Banan, the Beraita now teaches a fascinating, beautiful thing about Abashal ben Botnit, who apparently this Abashal ben Botnit, again, was a Talmud Hacham, but also a wine or, or oil salesman who canas shelosh meot garbe yayin mi berure hamidot. Haverav kinsu shelosh meot garbe shemen mi misui hamidot. It's both he and his friends were very particular and specific and to the T about the way that they sold their wine and oil. How so? He had 300 jugs of wine left over mi berure hamidot. In other words, um, as spilling out the, uh, the wine, there was the foam that, was stu- that had never subsided. That foam was left over. The foam, once it settles, will turn into wine-like substance. That was left behind. These customers were in such a rush to get out, they just took what he gave them. And as a result, that was left over. He said, ooh, one second, that's theirs, that's not mine. So he had collected that over the course of time, 300 jugs of what he believed. Again, you walk out, you're missing .001 of your wine. You say, Shalom al Yisrael. He saved it in order to make certain, I don't want to steal from them. His friends, similarly, same idea, but what they would do is they would use their utensils to spill in. 
And so their utensils to spill in, by definition, there's going to be something left over in their utensil, but that was supposed to be the people who buy it. So there's 300 of their jugs left over. His from the... Uh, oil, because uh, when, when you deal with oil, it gets left over easier uh, say the, the, in the Gemara. So it means we're dealing with 600 jugs, 300 of wine, 300 of oil, all of which, well, we'll figure out in a moment, there was a fear, is it a rational fear, that this is stolen wine and stolen oil. Why that little minuscule amount, which was left over because the customers were in a hurry, because of the way in which it was being spilt out, was in their possession. They, hung, they held on to it. They brought it to the treasurers of the Mikdash in Yerushalayim. And I said, Faddalu, please take this for the Mikdash. We don't want to touch it. The response of the treasurers, who apparently were knowledgeable in Torah, said back to them, you don't need to do this. You can hold on to it. I'm sorry, we're uncomfortable with this. In other words, the Gizbar said, do you think this is stolen? That's why, no, it's not stolen. Why not? The customers were mochel, says Rashi. They're no problem. I notice when I buy it that there's a... 0 0.001 left behind, that's okay, it's yours. Right? I didn't per se say it, but I mean it. Uh, but now Abba Shaul ben Botnit and uh, his friends who are there with their jugs of wine and oil said, but we're not comfortable with this. What should we do? I said, well, you don't need to get Amru Lahem. You're really nervous. You believe it's Gezel. You believe you stole. Use them in order to affect the common populace. Affect the whole community with it. That happens to be the halakha, the tanya, gazal ve'eno yodel mi gazal rabim. After all, the halakha is if I stole, but don't know who I stole from. Terrible situation, but I stole from, I don't know, a sedaka bank. I don't know whose money it was in it, but I don't know who I stole from. But I want to do teshubah. How do you fix that? Deal with a public issue in order to fix it. Don't put your name at the top, the poskim say, but build something that the public, that the community can benefit from. Uh, the example of the Gemara we'll mention in a moment, Rav Moshe Feinstein says, use it to build a mikveh. Use it to build something that everyone in the community will benefit from. Just giving to tzedakah won't even be sufficient, because who knows if the guy who stole from you is going to go, uh, who you stole from, uh, is going to go into the tzedakah bank in order to get money. If it's a mikveh, if it's some sort of thing that that's used by all, you're hopefully affecting them. The example of the Gemara is my Ninhu, what's the Tzorchei Rabbim, Amarav Hasta Borot, Shichin Ume'arot, it's public water places. It's uh, pits and, and caves and places, caverns where you would get fresh water where everyone could benefit from. In turn, the response to these two individuals, Hasidim and Shema'aseh, who didn't want to benefit from what they believed was Gezel, was use it, dedicate it to the community. But it's not really stolen, but consider it stolen if you must in order to give it back in such a fashion. Amen.